I'm not doing anything that has to have a safe word. Okay. <laughs> Let me just say those nothing at all. Those and- days with a safe word are past me. <laughs> Hi, I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. And this is What Should You Ask? Okay, we're talking about Halloween today. Do you celebrate Halloween at your house, or is that too much sugar and calories? We absolutely celebrate Halloween. Absolutely. it's. I think it's like their second most favorite holiday because of all the candy. So what was your favorite Halloween costume growing you know, up? Well, I'll tell you my favorite Halloween costume. My Aunt Naomi um, in Bowling Green, Kentucky made a karate suit for me she she you did not go as a karate kid she sewed everything by hand and i was the karate kid yeah and it she even had she even found the patch i don't know how she found like the miyagi do dojo patch but put it on the back i think pretty sure uh, but yeah what was your favorite halloween costume this will show my age a little bit uh freddy krueger <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it does. Did you have the, didn't Freddy Krueger have the hand with the yeah, blades? Yeah. That was the best I had part, that. right? Thanks. Yes, I did. That's funny. Uh, any fond memories of trick-or-treating as a kid? No, I just, I just remember how much fun it was, you know, going up to the houses. And it, so here's what happens with your kids, right? They get into Halloween and they're all about it. They plan their costumes out and then they hit about age 13 and then they're too cool to do it yeah until three hours before, before. and they decide and i want to like yeah. well i think maybe i want to trick-or-treat again this year yeah and then you're in a mad dash yeah around to come, your up, house with a to come up with that last minute costume so todd do your kids do they go down the, the same path of costumes each year they are completely random you know harry potter was a thing for yeah. a while then we did Captain America, and then we had the Star Wars characters. And then one one year, which was really funny, my daughter was in high school at the time, and she went as a gigantic chicken. That's funny. Was it like the blow-up thing? Oh, no. Oh, on the blow-up thing, I may even have it. My son one year, one year went as one of those blow-up dinosaur yes, costumes. Yes, would you please see if you have that? So I don't that is, that one. was the funniest you've thing. Got that. That was the funniest costume I've ever seen. It's got a little fan motor in it that blows up. And when they run... It like bobbles, doesn't like it? Like the way the costume yeah. is, like you can't see their leg moves. It looks like the legs on a corgi is what it looks <laughs> like. I love trick-or-treating. I think it's great. In my mind, as a child, we used to stay out forever trick-or-treating. I remember a couple... I don't know. I, I always... Halloween's funny. One year, you know, it'll be 70 degrees and it's perfect. Yeah. And then and the yeah. next year it'll be freezing. And I remember seeing these kids come to the door and they got their Halloween costume on. They must have been at their grandparents' house because they've got like their winter jacket on and their sock cap. But yeah. I'm like, over it. Yeah. Throw that in the yard. Um, are you a haunted house person? I used to. I remember doing that as a kid. You know, when you're in high school and younger, it was always something to do. I got a lot of, got a big kick out of. I just don't remember going to any. I really don't. Yeah, I went to several. We'll probably go this year. Yeah. Today we have the Industrial Slaughterhouse Haunted House founder and director, Jack Chapman. He will be answering our questions regarding real haunted houses, 
what's unique about the industrial slaughterhouse and a good haunted house experience, and why Halloween needs to be celebrated for at least a month. And why the industrial slaughterhouse is great. And this is What Should You Ask? I never thought it would happen to me. I'm going through a terrible divorce, and I think I'm going to have to declare bankruptcy. I don't even know the first step to take. Attorneys Farmer and Wright have helped many people just like you navigate this difficult situation. I'm going to need help with bills fast. The debts are racking up. That's why Farmer and Wright is the first call you need to make. Bankruptcy is a difficult process, but they'll meet with you, offer you compassion, and fight for you. Go online to FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? Today we have Jack Chapman, owner of the Industrial Slaughterhouse with us. So, Jack, can I call you Jack? Yes. Do you have like a <laughs> Halloween nickname? <laughs> I actually do. I actually go by uh, Laugh Track Jack out at the Industrial Slaughterhouse, a character I've been playing since I was uh, 15 years old. Really? Laugh yes. Track Jack. And is he carry around like a butcher blade or something? Uh a few years ago, when the insurance companies would allow me to, yes, but recently, no. They've uh, they've changed policies, and they just won't let me use any real weapons of any kind, unfortunately. So, in the past, did you use real weapons at the? I know, I know, not on somebody, but did you carry around like a real weapon at the industrial slaughterhouse? Well, they consider metal real, but they were props. They were yeah. just used to create sparks, but they were completely not dangerous at all. But. Tell us exactly what is the Industrial Slaughterhouse. The Industrial Slaughterhouse is a haunted attraction in Fancy Farm, Kentucky. And allegedly, it is genuinely haunted. But you can come for a real scare or maybe you'll go home with an even more real scare. Yeah, you know, that's depending right. Depending on if a spirit decides to linger around. So how long have you been running the Industrial Slaughterhouse? This is our third year. Okay. We recently bought it three years ago from the um, previous owners, the O'Gwins. Okay. Um, I've been working there since I was 12. This actually marks my 10-year anniversary working at the Industrial Slaughterhouse. Um, I was um, an actor out there. Okay. I used to play characters such as Leatherface and Michael Myers and Jason Voorhees, even though we didn't technically own the rights to those characters. Right. But- Ten years ago, you could get away with it. <laughs> so, is the is the industrial slaughterhouse? Is it like a a barn that has been converted? Is, is it, it a, a maze? Of Tell us a little bit. Of- it is a genuine slaughterhouse. It was built all the way back in, I believe, the 1920s, and it was bought by Michael Gwynn, and I believe uh, 2008, 2009, and converted into a haunted house. But when it's called the industrial slaughterhouse, that is true. Wow. Okay. Okay. How many folks does it take to run it? You know how they say it takes a village to raise a child. It takes about four villages to run a haunted house. It's a it's a really big team effort. Okay. And do you are there? Is it the same theme every year? Do you change themes? I mean, it's, we have a different theme every year. Okay. Uh, last year it was clowns. Okay. And this year we have a character out there named the Industrial Butcher. And the theme this year is Butcher's Bloodbath because <laughs> I like it. I he like didn't it. like the clowns last year and he's decided to take the haunted house back. My 11 year old child has mentioned this about going. Is somebody going to touch me when I'm out there? Absolutely not. If it does, if it does happen, it's an accident. We don't intentionally okay. touch or grab anyone. Got it. My kids are older and they'll, they'll obviously be out there. They're high school age, but his kids are younger. Do you have kind of a, 
minimum age? You don't really like to let people blow a certain age in? Surprisingly, no. In fact, I've had very young children make it through with no problem, and I've had grown adults have mental breakdowns halfway through the haunted house and we've had to escort them out. Surprisingly, the little kids, they love characters out there. They love people like Laugh Track Jack, me and my character. They'll come up to me and talk to me. And when I walk off, they get upset because they want me to stick around with them and hang out with them because um, we have fun out there. But uh, surprisingly, kids do better out there than some of the... uh, more adult people. Is it like a traditional haunted house, like where you've got to keep, in order to get out, you got to follow this path and keep going? Yes, but we do have emergency exits if people decide to bail. Is there like a, but how do you know if somebody's freaking out, out enough to where you're like, okay, we need to get this person out? Uh, when they're in a fetal position on the ground is a, <laughs> is a good... Usually a dead giveaway. Yeah. So how, so how far, there's got to be a lot of work that goes into this. So how far in advance do you start planning? About a year. Every year, we work season to season. It takes about a year's worth of planning to make sure we got everything in place for the next year. Is this your full-time gig or do you have another? Yes, this is my full-time gig. That's great. So there's oftentimes in my life I do things and I think, man, I shouldn't have done that. Have you done things at this haunted house and you thought, oh, maybe that was too much or maybe this is too risky and either you decide you shouldn't do it anymore or like the cast members are like, dude, this is too scary. Um, a decision that I wish that I hadn't made, uh, (laughs) nothing major, Okay, but I did make a woman pee herself and I, she was on the ground and she's screaming, I'm peeing myself, I'm peeing myself. And I'm just thinking, she just wants me to leave her alone, you know? So you doubled down. Oh yeah. Because that's because I'm awful. And she did. She beat herself and I felt really bad. And we gave her a free fried Oreo. Well, then you know it worked. (laughs) Did she have to go out the emergency exit or did you make her finish? She never made it inside the haunt. She was in line. Oh, Lord. (laughs) What makes a good haunted house? Devoted actors. Actors who really get into their role. Actors who know how to act crazy and become their character. So when you're looking for cast members, well, do you have a typical age group you like to have or is it all over? I prefer older people because they are more reliable than kids, but we take all ages. I think we start at teens because, you know, you can't have a little kid out there working until 11 p.m. How long does it take to get through? It takes about 30 to 45 minutes. Oh my, that's a lot of, that's a lot, a lot of terror. I believe it's the longest haunted house in Western Kentucky. So um, I know this is an com- incredibly seasonal business, right? Do you do, do you use the slaughterhouse for th- anything else throughout the year? Uh, sometimes storage, because <laughs> there's a lot of empty <laughs> space when we're not using it. That's a good idea. Mm-hmm. You don't do like a Christmas spectacular or anything starting people November have, 1st? Surprisingly, you say that as a joke, people have begged me to open for Christmas and Valentine's Day. And I'm I'm just like... As a haunted house. Valentine's like a, Day massacre. A, you can exactly. It, people are... Begging me, you know, haunted house people, not normal yeah. customers. Yeah. But they, they genuinely want me to open the haunted house and do a scary Christmas and a scary Valentine's Day. And I'm just like, I don't think hey, that'll I sell think very that's well. great. That's I kind think of you're one of those people. Okay. <laughs> yeah, Todd's one of those people. <laughs> what are some of your favorite setups or favorite uh, themes or schemes yeah. that you've done in the past? Um, my favorite theme out there, because I'm biased, is definitely when the clowns took over. Um, but my favorite themed room out there has got to be the kill floor 
because it really plays into the slaughterhouse theme. Uh, you know, just gory, bloody. We have the butcher in there. It's the best room to me because of that. I'd like to see that. I think I might be too scared, though. You think you might pee yourself? Maybe. We should do like a live recording of us going through that slaughterhouse. <laughs> we're going to take a short break. Today, we're talking about the industrial slaughterhouse. And when we come back, we're going to talk about famous haunted houses and what you should plan for your costume this year. This is What Should You Ask? I've always prided myself on being a hard worker, but thanks to the accident, I can't even get out of bed. I need help, but I don't even know where to start. Talk to attorneys Farmer and Wright right away. The more recent the accident, the easier it is for them to investigate, defend you, and get compensation. I've never had to get a lawyer before. Isn't the insurance company going to help? You can't always rely on insurance companies. That's why you need Farmer and Wright. Go online to FarmerWright, that's right with a W, dot com. Welcome back. I'm Todd Farmer. And I'm Sam Wright. Thanks for joining us on What Should You Ask? So we've got Jack Chapman, the industrial slaughterhouse owner, talking about October 31st and how to help us plan our Halloween costumes and all things haunted house related, right? So I'm sure you're a connoisseur of haunted houses and themed attractions, right? Oh, yeah, you could say that. <laughs> What's your, what is your most favorite haunted house that you've been in that you've well, experienced? Uh, the Industrial Slaughterhouse. Of course. <laughs> I heard it's the longest one in Western Kentucky. Yes, that's true. It is the longest haunted house in Western Kentucky. Awesome. So, you know, a wise guy told me that we should market that. <laughs> so what other haunted houses do you like outside of Western Kentucky? Um, outside of Western Kentucky, well, I don't really get that far out because okay. the business just keeps me here. But my favorite haunted house is uh, got to be Talon Falls. And surprisingly to some people, they find out that we're not actually competitors because haunted houses don't compete because the people that go to one haunted house, they go to all of them. Do they really? Oh, yeah. Do they? Do they, do they have like a scary, uh, a scare meter to see which one's scarier or anything like that? I don't really know if anything like that exists, but it wouldn't surprise me if there was. Yeah. Um, all right. Let's, Todd, have you read about this McCamey Manor? Have you ne read about it? I've never heard of it. So I read it. It pops up on my news feed during the Halloween season, like the days leading up to Halloween. It is this absolute... Have you heard about this, Jack? Oh, yeah, I've heard about it. It is this absolute insane haunted house. Like, it's this experience where you... So the deal is you got you get paid $20,000 if you compete the tour of this mansion, but they physically harm you, right? Oh, yes, they put you through quite a bit of stuff. Um, I've heard quite a bit of horror stories about the stuff they do to people, pulling teeth and breaking fingers. It do just, you know anyone who has done it? No, not personally. Just horror stories. Apparently, the, the, the waiver's 40 pages. You have to have a safe word. I'm not doing anything that has to have a safe word. Okay? <laughs> Let me just say, those, nothing at all. Those <laughs> days with a safe word are past me. <laughs> so what are, what are some famous haunted houses in Kentucky that you know about, Jack? There's a place in Louisville called Waverly Hills, and I believe it used to be a genuine... Um, insane Asylum? Yeah, Insane Asylum. It used to be a genuine Insane Asylum. And it's really, really scary. Apparently, there have been like recordings of actual ghosts. I think the Ghost Adventurers went in there. I think they do, too. I think it's been on some TV, t some TV shows. So what's, what is, in your, your opinion, the scariest movie out that, that, that's been produced? 
Well, my opinion of scary is pretty different from what I assume the rest of everyone else's opinion is because scary now, because everyone has become desensitized to scary, it has to be constant jumping at the screen and loud noises. But uh-huh. To me, the scariest movie of all time has got to be The Exorcist. But yeah, by today's standards, good. it's pretty tame. Did you like um, The Omen? Wasn't that what it was oh, called? I love The Omen. Yeah, that was scary too. So when I was... Scary for Catholics. I, I tell you, when you know your conscience getting to you <laughs> yeah. a little bit there. Yeah. So I remember uh, many years ago, did you ever see The Blair Witch Project? Yeah, I thought that was good too when it came out. It's did you like movie. that when it first came out? It was so original, the way they, why they filmed it. Yes. Halloween costumes. What are your favorite types of costumes, Jack? You like spooky ones, funny ones... I like the really elaborate Halloween costumes. I like the big stuff. I like the people on stilts. I like that kind of stuff. I like really, really complex makeup jobs. But, you know, given my line of work, I might be a little biased. So that, that leads me to another question at your place. Do you have makeup artists, I guess? Who Absolutely. Have to, have to do people every single every night? Every single night. We use airbrush. We do prosthetics. We cover them in blood. And you know, all the good stuff. Wow. Have you seen any good, like, homemade costumes? Yeah, I've actually made a few. Before I owned a haunted house, I used to just make costumes and go to horror movie conventions as a kid. Um, I've made costumes from Goodwill clothes, and I used to cut out, you know, tarp for cars and make butcher's aprons out of them for Leatherface. And um, I've seen other people um, make it from even you know, less just household appliances. They turn into these elaborate costumes. That's funny. When's the last time you wore a costume? Oh, my oldest was probably five or six. I dressed up as Woody from Toy Story because <laughs> I have cowboy boots naturally at home. <laughs> yeah. What about you? Let's see. A couple years ago, we went to a Halloween party several years back and we went as like King Tut and Cleopatra. Do you have a picture of that? I do somewhere. Not that I'll share, but I do have a picture of it. Which one were you? Well, it was a good makeup job, let's just say. (laughs) So how much traffic do you get on Halloween? Oh, Halloween is probably the busiest night. Oh, it's got to be. Because that's the night everyone decides they're going to come out. Some people wait, oh, we got to go out on Halloween. We got to go out on Halloween. We don't go, we don't want to go before Halloween. So that's when everybody comes and the line is wrapped around the block. And it's just, we make it though. And it's, it's fun time. We got haunt uh, actors outside to keep the crowd entertained. We do shirt giveaways and we have prizes and food. That's fun. You know, once I think now that the weather's kind of changing a little bit, the temperature's cooling down, it's kind of getting in that fall Halloween kind of mood so how long should we expect what's a normal wait a normal weekend wait if we're coming out to go through the house a normal wait is anywhere from you know 15 to 20 minutes oh now, that's nothing <clears throat> no. on our busiest nights yeah people have had to wait up to one or two hours just yeah. because there are that many people but like you said you got people out there to kind of entertain them and stuff oh right? yeah we keep the crowd entertained there's a lot of one-on-one interaction people have a great time out there that's fun so what's the trend you know, everything talks about trends. What's the trend in this industry? Is it is it more uh, visual effects? Is it computer animation? Is it more elaborate costumes? I think the trend, uh, the recent trend has been vortexes and laser swamps. What is that? Okay, so a laser swamp, we just put one in this year, actually. A laser swamp is is basically an illusion that makes you think you're in a body of water. 
it is a cloud of um, a fog. Mm-hmm. You roll the fog in from the fog machine, and it's got to be about mid-level, uh-huh. about up to your stomach. And then we have laser pointers, specially made lasers that shoot across the room. Now, when the light hits the hits the smoke, it gives this illusion that you're in a big body of water. Makes it look like makes it look like waves. Mm-hmm. And huh. it's really cool. It's really fun. What was the other? A vortex. No, a vortex is a little more complicated. A vortex is this giant tube that you have a, a walkway in there, and the walkway stays still, but the tube oh, the moves tube around, yeah. and it makes you feel like you're going to fall, and you're spinning around. And I'd like to get one of those in the hunt maybe next year, but no promises. We want to thank Jack Chapman for answering our questions today about Halloween and about the industrial slaughterhouse. With the theme Butcher's Bloodbath in 2022. Is that right? Check it out between now and Halloween. You got about a month to get out there and check it out. Awesome. Thanks, Jack. It was really good information. Thanks for having me. If you like what you've heard, make sure to follow us on social media and subscribe to where you listen to podcasts. If you loved what you heard, then leave us a review where you listen and tell anybody that we're at whatshouldyouask.live. And we'll see you next Wednesday. Every Wednesday, we ask, what should you ask about life topics? So make sure you come back to hear about what we're asking. What Should You Ask is hosted by Todd Farmer and Sam Wright. The producer is Jennifer Caldwell. Visit whatshouldyouask.live to download additional episodes, suggest a future topic, or get a free book from the host. The information provided on this podcast is for informational purposes only and should not be considered as legal advice on any subject matter. You should not act or refrain from acting based on any content mentioned without seeking legal or other professional advice in your area. The hosts, guests, and sponsors remove themselves from all liability for actions you take or fail to take based on any content in this broadcast.